0: is uh welcome to this podcast um who have we got we've got germs dips Oobs. good evening guys. yes any welcome messages guys
1: <laughs> just uh yes lads how's things yeah what 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 sneakers uh, is everyone wearing
2: get bare at the minute. Yeah, same <laughs> here, <mate. laughs> no no, sho- no
1: shoes in the house, right? Yeah, bare- barefoot at the moment, mate.
0: <laughs> the any, any any any, any hype beast socks?
3: <laughs> uh, fresh out of the shower, mate. So just barefoot, mate. Nah, no socks, mate. Jungle book style. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: rocking those pawn angel socks. It's all. Oh, there you go. Wow. At <laughs> uh,
1: Dubai. Hype yeah. feet. Hype feet. It is. You drip, but always have to. It always has to extend to your socks. Does it has to it does. Yeah,
0: Germs knows that. One hundred percent. But look, oh. let's go straight into it, yeah, lads. I know we're going to be talking about sneaker culture and and our personal views on it. But off the top, let's talk about individually our own personal favorite sneaker of all time: Dips.
2: Oh shit! Uh, sorry, um... <laughs> on the spot straight away. <laughs> make it, make good. Make it good. Yeah, make yeah. It good sorry, sorry. Yeah,
0: champagne, champagne dips. Yeah. Um, your favorite
2: sneaker of all time. Let me um, I'll I'll talk about my favorite sneaker, but um, just to kind of contextualize it from my perspective, I only came into the um the sort of limited edition hype beast sneaker game. What was it, two thousand and eighteen? When we went to New York, yeah, yeah. My first purchase for the the Yeezys Everest, which just happened to myself that then. Uh, you know what, Dips? Yeah. I am
1: privileged that you broke your cherry and I was there yeah. when right. you purchased yeah.
2: that. You were the guys who were, I walked into Adidas. I think, like that was my first sneaker. But um, the point is prior to that, my kind of concept, knowledge, experience. Lim- is it limited edition trainers, like your added Ash Jordans and all that, what was non-existent. For me, sneakers were about day-time kind of functional, they look as good mm. as you. They yeah, are, but evening time, I had a very, um, a very unhealthy appetite to buy expensive sneakers like Balenciagas, um, Giuseppe Zanotti, that kind of stuff. So for me, that was my kind of sneaker experience before New York. Yeah. Well, The reason I'm saying this is they just kind of tell you where my journey started. which started with what happened. You, know me? you guys are major influencers, if you like. <laughs> 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 buy me. your dibs, buy
1: it.
0: Just <laughs> fucking buy your dibs. <laughs> 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 the thing is, when we mm. walked into the Adela shop in Manhattan, I personally, I'm not sure about Germs, but I was personally shocked that they had them on shelf.
1: Yeah. I you know what when I when I spoke to the sales assistant I could see the shock in his face as well. Yeah. They were selling they were selling slowly. They were definitely going to be gone by the the end of the evening and this was about I think it was about 8 p.m. it was wow. It's pretty late wasn't it? Yeah. And um or was it early? I can't remember. We were pretty, we had a few drinks by then didn't we? But it, we walked in and he was I I actually had the zebras on even though they they dropped that day in New York, they dropped in the UK about a week before, and I, I, yeah, I was able to, I was able to cop in the UK, luckily, um, yep. and then I was wearing them, so if you, any any sneaker freak wants to show off the trainers in the place that they sell them, so they were they were buzzing that I'd already wearing. Mine were looking a bit wrecked. I nearly bought another another nine, <laughs> um, and I think I wish I did in a way because they are. <laughs> one of my favorite trainers in the collection, but
2: um... this is what I'm coming on to because I, I recall when I wanted to try them on because I've never owned a pair of Yeezys before, right? And for me, I, I'm quite, I thought people probably like this, where for me, brand has a different size for me. and like, I'm one size, I did ask i another size, etc., etc. So mm-hmm. I just want to go there by size, and then it ends up being wrong. I asked the guy, can I try them on? He's like, no, you can't try him on. The only way you can try him is if you buy him. Mm. Well, you know, fair enough. That's, that's the game they're playing. So, Germy, I remember you took you kindly, very sort of Cinderella-like. <laughs> 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 You're right. Let me try it. And that gave me the gauge in terms of whether I'm the right side or not. And I happen to be... Yeah. A... Anyway, I'm rambling. But for me... Mm. He... Zebra 250s 350 rather cold <laughs> <laughs> for that reason for that backstory, I might yeah fair, yeah. Play, fair play so Zebra
0: 350s for uh, Dips Yeezys um Oops favourite sneaker
3: um so again uh, just a uh, sort of uh, echo Dips's foray into this uh, for me like again very new to uh, the whole sort of sneaker subculture scene um to provide some context on my own sort of path to it was basically when you sent me the a picture of those Yeezy um, uh, Desert Sages. So I just like the color oh, yeah. on or not, but the, the, for me it was actually the concept of not actually just being able to walk into a store and buy them, uh, which like sort of intrigued me a little bit because you know it, it's the first time I thought, well, I've got I've got the readies available. Why can't I just like? You know, going to a shop and buy something. And then at the same time, like the whole sort of like rigmarole associated with doing raffles and, you know, uh, these sort of um, obscure sneaker websites in, you know, sort of deepest, darkest Europe and stuff to to sort of win raffles and stuff uh, was something that sort of intrigued me a little bit. And I think it was more the concept of just not being able to walk into somewhere and just get something that I wanted, uh, which basically meant that. You know I started doing my own research into how you would go about um sort of doing these things which sort of was the, was the draw for me really um uh, but yeah just to answer the the original question um sort of before the whole sneaker subculture days and stuff for me it's just Vans for the because again I just find them really comfortable and um it just it for utilitarian purposes um you know they just sort of hit the brief for me like where for me I could wear feel like I wear them anywhere um you know and they just sort of do the job um but obviously it's probably a bit more of a loaded question in terms of like the aesthetics of sneakers and stuff that's probably uh, a whole other topic of conversation i'm probably going to cover anyway. So.
0: yeah so so what is it vans you said yeah yeah fair play mate yeah yeah favorite, favorite sneaker mate
1: oh uh, this this is um it's one of those questions that you sometimes can't answer because the mood that you're feeling or what you're doing that day, what you're wearing. But, I mean, I've been I've been buying sneakers now for about 25 years. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never been a collector in the sense that I'm collecting them and I've got all these trainers from 25 years ago. 25 years ago, you'd buy a trainer and you'd wear it till it was flapping about and talking. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, It wasn't a case of you know you had you had zero money you couldn't do anything, but so in I like to I'd like to talk to talk about the trainers that I like my first love, as in my first love was probably Air Force Ones, and that that trainer for me the Air Force One high as well, I'm sorry the mid um, that I used to buy I used to buy all sorts of different colors in those. But I wouldn't probably actually wear that type of particular tic- uh, tr- uh, sneaker now. Mm. Um, I'm more, it doesn't suit the style, the, tr- the jeans that I'm wearing, the clothing that I'm wearing. Um, so right now, my favorite trainer is probably something like an Air Max um, or a Yeezy 350, mm. just depending on how I feel, but that kind of silhouette. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I have to say my first love, Air Force Ones, that would be my favourite trainer. If I had to die with a trainer, it would be the Air Force One. you
2: have to get buried to yeah. <laughs> It's <getting> emotional now. <laughs> wow.
0: No, but does that does that then mean like so 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 if if I'm saying favourite trainer, if we're saying favourite trainer and you're saying Air Force One, um Ubi saying um Vans and Dips is saying um Zebra three fifty. In the, me personally I would say Converse um Chuck Taylor's Mm. that's my personal that's my personal go go to it's my personal favorite so does that mean based on your favorites would they be the one sneaker so if you had one sneaker that's it no more sneakers you would have to live on the desert island with one sneaker would those sneakers that you guys have listed be the sneaker you would go to
1: you know what probably yes because Air Force One, as a, yeah. yeah, as an all-rounder. I actually, I actually like the Air Force One lows now. At the moment, um, I'm loving yeah. those. I, I think as a as a general trainer, as a as a sneaker, as a daily thing, Air Force One is just perfect okay. for me. I can throw them on. I can do what the hell I want with them. I can garden. I can um, play basketball, run in them, do anything. Play, go out with the kids. And they come back and they pretty much look the same as they did when I first wore them in the morning. If I wear yeah, air, if you put a pair of Air Max on or a 350, they're coming back all marked up, muddy, dirt all over them, <laughs> scuffed. You might not even, they might not even return to their original state um, mm. as easy as a, an Air Force One would. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely I would anyway. Yeah, yeah. Boobs, yeah. bands
3: for you. I think for yeah as as going say for like just utilitarian purposes and just like uh for, for a daily that's like wearable, and you could just sort of chuck it on and not really sort of think about what are the threads you're wearing, um, yeah, definitely, like you just put on a put on a black pair and just you know
0: mm. do the rounds, yeah, and for you dips um three fifties yeah
2: zebra, very different question, I think um you're asking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, like, I don't know. Dips, Dips would
1: wear his Balenciagas, I think, as a day. Right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dip, yeah, Dips
0: would he, wear those Giuseppe Zanotti's for sure. Yeah,
3: <laughs> those uh, what's it called? Those zebra um, slippers. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting
2: it's Giuseppe Zanotti zebra skin. <laughs> <laughs> Only they release those. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I think Germy hits the nail on the head because you could wake up one day, right, and you really and it's weather dependent. Are you going B A Q Tesco? Or there's that many different scenarios. But if I could try and narrow it down for a daily, and putting sort of hype trainers to one side for a second, I'm on the same way as Zubi in terms of vans. So, so I've got a pair of vans that. They're not part of the original sort of range. They're kind of the same shape as the original. So the, the vans, old school, I think they're called. But they're made from a lightweight material. You mm-hmm. might, echo material, I took And I think really sort of lightweight. And they've got. Yep. There's a functionality, comfort, practicality, um, durability. You know, what outfits you can wear with. You can wear them with shorts. You can wear them on holiday. You can wear them for the gym if you needed to. Jeans, combats. Yeah. You can another way. You yeah. not get afraid of screwing the back of the heel up. If yeah. I had to train and say, you know what, Bailey's to come knocking, they've taken all my collection, leave me one pair of shoes, trainers, it, it would be those. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Vans. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Vans, it's the only
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think like, you know, going back to the the question, I think like it, yeah, that that desert desert island trainer is probably a different different question to. You
0: but know it's what. more just a case of if if you had one trainer just to wear for the rest of your life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What what what, what would that trainer be? Yeah. I so mean, for what, me, for who, example, I I would I, I say know,
1: I was going to ask who's who's, in the, who's on the who's on the beach with you first as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, also true. But to be fair when you've got your swag sorted out, it doesn't really matter who's with you. It's, it's that self-confidence <laughs> <laughs> that that that's sneaker not... instills. So, it's all good. Halle Berry turns up.
3: Yeah.
0: Listen, ha- Halle Berry turns up
1: Yeah.
0: and you've got, like, Chuck, Chuck Taylors on,
1: you know. Nah, if Halle like, Ber- you... Berry turns <laughs> up and you've got Vans on, yeah, she's, she's going to walk past you, really. No. But, that,
0: <laughs> That's the thing, though, again, if Halle Berry turns up, right, and um, hallelujah, first of all, but if Halle Berry turns up and you've got the Vans' um, Fear of God Jerry Lorenzo collabs on, then, of course, I mean, it's it's, it's that holy grail. Because we we went to, um, uh, what's it called, Stadium Goods, New York, and I looked at the um, Vans' collaboration with Fear of God they were looking at re- uh, the resale at a thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah. as in,
1: for a pair of Vans, just with fear of God written on them. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the thing. They are still Vans, and they might have. Yeah. The, they have. They might have upgraded the material or or whatever, deconstructed them and put them back together, but they're still Vans. And I'm not saying yeah. Vans are bad, but no.
2: It. Yeah. Not not for... No. I you pay a hundred fans, because that's that's the RRP, right? Mm. Yeah, easily. price right, are coming in at you know a hundred dollars, fifty quid, wherever, whatever it is. Yeah, but yeah. All this is a bit ridiculous, but you know what? It, it depends how much you want them. It depends how much you want them. Yeah. If you like a trainer and it, yeah. you know feel confident, you know it's in more, you know, and you're not from yourself, then go for it, man. What's holding you back?
0: Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah, I think, I
2: think that's
0: it's... the thing, is it, and that's what i That's what I, I want to get onto, yeah. um, dips. About I, I, yeah. people that B- are just B- doing it for just buying it for the sake of like you know the gram, or people that are doing it for the culture. Like so, just a bit of like context um, and a bit of history. You know, the history books would say that the whole culture, the sneaker culture, started in the '80s with Jordan, right? Specifically with Jordan, because when he re- when he released the first Jordans, you know, everyone everyone went mad for the for, for Jordans, and then after that you had Run DMC in the eighties that had the Adidas, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, shelters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, superstars. Yeah, superstars. Um, and then, so 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 that that forms part of your culture. So now you fast forward to 2020, and then you've got like Vans that, that Ubi's, Ubi said you know and, 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 and Dipsy said Vans is your go to if you were on a, you know for the rest of your life if you were on a desert island or whatever but these even Vans have a major collaboration which means that the most desirable Vans are a thousand dollars so from a collaboration perspective mm. is, right where like where does the buck stop where do you like say okay you know what that's it you know, yeah. It's taking the piss now. Yeah.
3: But, but I think that that's where that's where the whole sort of topic of sneakers becomes very interesting because it's that sort of conflict between perceived value and, and the actual sort of material cost of the trainer. Like it, yeah. and as you say, like in some cases, those two values are so far apart from mm. one another that like, you know, it almost sort of develops its own shock and awe, which probably like is it's where the term hype come from comes yeah. from really, isn't it? It's like, well, you know, They're like all- yeah. Always going to be,
2: that, that's how business is run yeah. it costs them 10 cents to produce the trainer they're selling it for you know yeah. 100 yeah basic facts I agree. Yeah. yeah but then uh, yeah. I,
3: I, was, I was talking to my I was talking to one of my mates about this he was in Singapore you know it. it is and, um, and he, he does a lot of sort of trading on the stock market so, and even watching the obviously the recent Gordon documentaries and stuff
0: yeah,
3: and after watching that he was uh, you know he's quite intrigued about uh, sort of getting a pair of Jordan 1s and it, you know again like you know like me he's never never sort of like you know been in a position where you know you've got to do a raffle to buy something you know especially like a pair of trainers so I told him about StockX and stuff and he was fascinated by it like he was like absolutely fascinated by you know, like the the price of sneakers and stuff, and like how sort of StockX has that ticker tape, just like you know companies and their values and perceived values. And he was saying like, you know, on, on a sort of microcosm level, well, not a microcosm level because obviously the resale trainer industry is, is in the sort of billions now. Uh, but he was like, you know, it's it's amazing to see like how you know sort of the you know the values of of something that you would think is like you know not much but you know what, what people are willing to pay for it is ultimately like it. you know he said it's it's tr- you know trading at its, at its purest really yeah absolutely yeah. it is,
1: absolutely. It, is a, it is a stock that's what they say uh, yeah. you own a, a, a sneaker that's hyped enough or has limited edition um, around it you you're holding a stock if you don't wear that trainer yeah. it will be it, it will go up or it'll go down depending yeah. on you know, like when the when the Yeezy three fifties came out, um, V ones, yeah. they were they sold out and they were limited edition and they were going yeah. for stupid money. Um, yeah, I mean, a v, even now a three fifty V one to a purist to own a V one, they would still pay the money for it. Huh. They still sell. If you if you go to um, yeah. stadium goods, a, a triple white three fifty V one. Is still what twenty thousand dollars, something yeah. stupid like that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's and even though they've they've re-released the Triple Whites not so long ago, a couple of years ago, um, and they came out and everyone got them. The stock levels were ridiculous, um, and everyone who wanted a pair more or less got a pair retail. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's and they still didn't drop um, in price. But yeah, that's like a, the Jordan One, Travis Scott you you pick those up even after on resale 600 700 pounds yeah. they're going up they're over like 1200 now at the moment and then maybe in in a couple of years time there might be even more yeah. um we don't know that that's the thing that's one thing that we don't know about this type yeah. of stock yeah. how it's going to be in terms of long term yeah 10 20 years time
3: yeah i think what it, is, it, is it, sorry mate Okay,
1: go yeah. and go for it, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So the the other thing that's interesting
3: about is how like sort of, so I was talking to my mate about like how sort of, outside factors can also influence the price as well. So he was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, you know, like uh, obviously with with you know the sort of some departing of of Kobe Bryant and stuff, you know, I, th- I think that's had a, a knock on effect on on like some of the trainers that he'd, he hundred percent, he'd, he'd worked with 100%. As well. So obviously like the, the prices have gone up. So. You know, sort of outside factors that could also influence. Like, so it has almost become like its own economy, hasn't it? it you know, yeah, absolutely. I find yeah. that quite intriguing. Like, uh, obviously, like yeah, for yeah. being very, very sort of new to the new to the to so, the o- subculture.
1: Oops, uh, you, you mentioned the same thing. Oh, sorry,
0: It's the same thing that you know, when you say that um, C- Kobe passing, um, there was a spike in his uh, in, in the shoes that he released. Um, those collaborations, and like, there's the same thing. If you look, look look at it, generally speaking, in music, you know, Biggie Smalls or Tupac or um, you know any recent artists that have passed, their album sales double, triple, and Apple Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. So, I think that's just general, like society to just jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is this just a bandwagon that everyone's jumping on? Like, you know paying i don't know um one and a half thousand pounds or, or two thousand dollars for a pair of jordan ones is that people just jumping on a bandwagon or is that just oh. a case of you know yes, i i i want that trainer i'm going to wear yeah. that trainer to you know
1: the supermarket or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. so amit i've got a question for you that i it's a follow-up to what you've just said. I mean, you've been, you've been buying sneakers for probably as long as I have. It's Not as even a sneaker head or anything. You just liked sneakers for such a long time. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I'm personally pretty pissed off with the way things are right now. I just can't. I, if I like something, I want to buy it because I want to wear it. But I can't because there's so many people who just want to buy it to make profit. And, yep. and I, I haven't, as yet, bought a, um, after I, yeah, I only, I've only bought sneakers retail, I haven't paid resale yet, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and I've been tempted, but I, I'm generally pissed off, so my question is, are you pissed off as well, is it just me being a pissed off tight Indian guy nah, that's not 100%. willing to pay <laughs> resale? <for Nah>. <laughs> That, that resale market and I'm Yorkshire me, as well
2: Like,
1: <laughs> I'm a Yorkshire type yeah. I'm Yorkshire and Indian so I'm like twice as tight double, yeah yeah hey,
0: double, double, double that yeah yeah breeding yeah. <laughs> right. them whippets I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> now to be fair that resale market yeah I've, I've never really understood the um, like I don't know I think what, what people need to understand is that you know what? If if Adidas launch a, a certain sneaker with Kanye West or whatever, right? They are gonna they they are intentionally releasing. It's not like oh organic, you know. Oh, they've mean it from the bottom of their heart. They are intentionally releasing 5,000 sneakers when the market wants 50,000 sneakers. It's very simple. It's a it's a hype play. You know what I mean? It's 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 a pure and simple hype late hype then creates intrigue it creates desire and then what happens is you end up wanting it you know like in, in my case for example um the the Yeezy triple blacks right I really wanted them so they they released I wasn't willing to queue up or pay um someone to queue up for me or whatever so I paid resell. fortunately at that point resell wasn't significant so i paid um um 290 pounds for a sneaker right. that resells yeah, right. at 170 pounds that's not too bad now if i go to my jordan one not for resale i was lucky enough to get them on retail which was 150 quid yeah. now on resale today forget resale you got to stock X today you're looking at at least £1,500, £2,000 for that trainer. So that sneaker, it makes no sense. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm pissed off because, it, to, to me, the authenticity of it has, has been absolutely lost on people that just want to get a, a sneaker for the hype and for the gram and take a picture yeah. and look cool and that hype beast culture.
1: Mm, yeah, but it's not... I, I don't mind. If you're going to wear the sneaker after you purchased it and won it fair play to you i don't mind you mm-hmm. doing that you you've won it f- fair and square you've queued up yep. for it you've either you, you know you've gone online you've won the sneaker base is it's, i reckon the the people who are gonna wear it um compared to the people who are actually going to reset resell your that trainer is mm-hmm. more so i reckon the split in people actually oh, just buying yeah. it for profit is more than the people who are actually wanting to wear the, the actual sneaker and in a way I'm kind of like conflicted as well because if I got a sneaker which I have that cost me £160 why would I wear it if it's going to be worth £2,000 £3,000 later on in the year or two years time yeah true. What you know it's but I do I've, I've ended up wearing that sneaker you are the same hey you are the same On the day after, mate, the day I got it given, I I was creasing them up. (laughs) What what, what, what sneaker are we talking about here? This, um, the um, Jordan 1 Travis Scott, which, yeah, which yours truly, um, Amit actually won. We we entered as as friends, you know, you guys didn't want that particular sneaker at the time. You're probably regretting giving it to me, Amit, but you. (laughs) You, you also Everyone said, oh, "I'm, I'm bowing out of this one. Um uh, It's not for me." And I was like, "Boys, if you don't mind, enter for me." So we, us three entered. Um, I got my, I got my little cousin to enter for me, a few other people, and and Amit won. He caught the W on it. That was mm-hmm. amazing. Like, I mean? I transferred the money into his account, and the next a couple of days <laughs> later, the, the, <laughs> I, I transferred the money really quick because I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna secure these." Once he sees them, he might change his mind. <laughs> but, I mean, nah, he's, he sorted me up. He hooked me up. Two days later, I was thing. wearing them. Uh, you
0: know that's I mean? the thing. If you look, if you look at the... If you, it, it, is, it, is it just driven then? The whole... There's no culture then. In, it, w- what are your thoughts on the culture? Is it just a culture or is it a fad? Or, all of um, it. Ha-
2: it's mixed, all Do of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it depends who because, you want.
0: Because... Because if, if if a Travis Scott Jordan One is so lucrative and so um, you know if you go onto StockX or whatever today, the Travis Scott Jordan One probably two K right two thousand um, dollars easy. Yeah. But if, what I'm asking is, is 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 if you've got these collaborations, are the sneakers themselves not good enough? Is it is it just the collaborations that really makes them that that much more um, desirable? And and if that's the case, we, we, with Jordan, the silhouette remains the same. To be fair, with yeah. Jordan ones particularly, you know Nike never changes silhouette. The silhouette remains the same. It's about uh, um, appreciating the silhouette versus apart from like you know the the general the fear of God um, uh, Jordans, but. Um, other than that, Nike have never really changed their silhouette. Yeah. So are are, are, you, are, are we appreciating the fact that um, the sneaker itself is yeah? Let's pay that much for you know let us let's, let's go to the resale market for this uh, for this particular sneaker or is it a case of you know what the collaboration is worth the money?
3: I think where it is is well I, th- I think there's very much a question of beauties within within the eye of the beholder. But for me, like, I think a good example is is the last sort of uh, the Travis Scott collab with the Nike, uh, yeah, that, that sneaker that I released. Now, I'll be honest with you, man. I thought it was one of the most hideous things I've ever seen in my life. Oops, which one was that? The, one? I think
1: the, uh, Jordan Six, maybe uh, you think? No, no, I'm
3: thinking, no, no, I'm thinking about uh, what he did um, recently with the Air Force Ones. No, no, uh, no the. Cactus Jack, Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah, the Cactus Jack, uh, Travis Scott's. There's a, um, I you know, know one, the the one that I said that it looks like basically someone's like stood in a turd and not cleaned it off properly. <laughs> and a big, yeah,
2: air. I know <laughs> what you mean.
3: Yeah, I know what you mean. No, nah, nah, <laughs> like I literally think like, you know what I mean? Like, I just thought they were absolutely hideous, like completely hideous. But again, going back to the perceived value to the actual value, if you go on StockX now, now, you know, I think. They are a bit out there, and that's probably reflected in you know, comparably to other Travis Scott collabs, in, in as much as they're not as expensive. But even then, you're looking at sort of I don't know what the last value was last time I checked in my size it was about five six hundred pounds, which I I saw, yeah, it's like you literally have to pay me to wear that. Um, but then saying that, someone else might think actually, you know what, I really like this design, uh, and I'm willing to part with three, four, five, six hundred quid to to wear this. Uh, I think that's that's the, the eternal conundrum when it comes
0: to music it was, culture, doesn't that, it? That, that's the question. Like, as in, that, that's what I want to get into the the fact that because Travis Scott has put his name by the side of it. Now, let's yeah. be honest. I, personally, my, my personal opinion, I don't even think Travis Scott's that good an artist, mm. right? I agree. He's got one good track. He's got, in yeah. my opinion, my, yeah. this, is my, this is my personal opinion. He's got one good song. Benny drops a collaboration with um, uh, Nike and Jordan, right? And Nicki Minaj has gone on record to say that Travis Scott isn't selling you music, he's selling you apparel, he's selling you a lifestyle and clothes. Mm-hmm. And off the back of that, you're getting your, he's getting album sales. So Travis Scott drops these Jordan ones, he drops these Jordan, God knows what else he's dropping, so on and so forth. But that is what society is buying into like as in the impact that that is having on the actual sneaker culture is quite significant because there is no more sneaker culture because of all of these collabs you've got mm. pharrell williams you've got kanye west isn't really a collab because he, he um, the easy range in itself is um it's not a collaboration it's, it's it's him on his own but but then you've got you know nike who do all these collabs and what i'm going to come on to is the nike ben and jerry's collab hmm. which personally <laughs> I, I think yeah. is absolutely ridiculous yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. hideous looking but i want to throw it out there and i want to get your opinions on yeah. the nike and ben and jerry's collab which is the most anticipated yeah sneaker of the year which is yeah. ridiculous Who's, in my opinion who said
1: that who said that though
0: this is the thing it, you know what we all yeah. we're so influenced by these stupid night channels yeah. and their social media channels but yeah. everything i've read from sole supplier to um yeah. um uh, complex sneaker podcast they're all saying the ben and jerry nike um, collab is the most anticipated collab of the year, and personally, I think it's the most hideous. So yeah. I don't understand it. I know yeah. Ubi does, so I want Ubi yeah, to yeah. the stage right here, mate. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, 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 the, so the reason why, like,
3: I, I caveated my original statement with beauty is within the eye is is was very much for that reason because, um, you know, as I said before, with with that Travis Scott collab. Now, my personal opinion that is like, literally, I, I but I know like. Some of the guys, you know, actually went in for that, you know, uh, with, with a view of winning them. I don't know if they wanted to re- resell them or, or keep them. Um, but in terms of the collabs, like obviously, like the way I saw the Ben and Jerry's collab was like, mm. all the collabs out there, like they are one shoe that literally you can pick up any man on the street that's not a, a sneakerhead or anything like that, and they're going to look at those trainers and say shit man, they look like
1: a pair of Ben and Jerry's. And I, I think, think it Yeah. Uh, what, what they probably say is... Sorry? You look like... You, what they probably say is you look like a clown. Yeah, yeah, well... Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. But the thing is like... Hideous. Yeah, but the thing
3: Hideous, is I think, I think that sort of kitsch element to them is something that really like, I, it sort of appealed to me because, you know, like, I, and I personally think with, with trainers, like, obviously, like, if you see someone wearing a garish shirt and shit like that, you know, you, you sort of you, you look at that person you think fucking hell what's going on here but for me personally I think like your trainers are, is like a real opportunity for like you just to sort of sneak something in there that's a bit like you know a bit different about yourself or your personality and you can sort of like pass it off without looking like a complete dog yeah. uh, so for me like I, I really like the the Ben and Jerry's collab I think um, I thought it was really smart I watched like the um I had a look at, like, um, there was some sort of video on YouTube on the guy that designed them and stuff and how, like, Ben and Jerry's quite insistent on some of the aspects that I, they wanted from from the collaboration in the first place. And, you know, it did genuinely look like there was a lot of thought that went into it. But mm. I think in terms of, like, comparing them to other collaborations and stuff like that, there's so many labs out there where, you know, you can look at something and think, I don't know what this is. I, I, I really wouldn't know what the sort of associated hype for this is or whatever. But I think with the Ben and Jerry's collaboration, like there is no mistaking what that trainer is. And I think as a design yeah. exercise, to basically take a brand like that and to sort of incorporate it into you know what is a, a trainer that Nike is really pushing this year. Like the dunk, the dunks are basically on Nike's agenda this year to, to try and like really sort of you know um, sell as many as they possibly can in as many different various iterations, which again we're seeing on Stock X uh with with all the releases that we've seen i thought it was i thought it was a genius collaboration to be honest i oops, think but it was worthy of of, of being entitled you know, collaboration
1: you know, so oops my my thoughts on them and i'm going to be honest i i think the the ben and jerry chunkies were executed they were executed so amazingly by nike in terms of marketing and getting the hype up and this is a double. Like I'm going to answer Amit's earlier question about: Do we think it's just hype, and is it a bubble? Is it yep. is it going to end? Yep. I don't think it will end because Nike are a, a huge corporation that are so good at marketing, probably the best corporation in marketing today. Yep. Um, the way they turn around and churn out sneakers and churn out collaborations is amazing and Ben and Jerry's is a prime example of that. Uh-huh. Um, you saw if you saw that those colorways or those materials used and it was just on the shelf, people <laughs> would be it'd be you'd be laughing at it
2: basically. Uh-huh stream tub it comes in is genius yeah that's what i mean it was
1: executed in the most of so they they had the friends and family release <laughs> which meant that you got it you got it hand you got it hand delivered all deliveries are hand delivered at the moment no drones are delivering deliveries but you got it hand delivered by a nike pod right <laughs> that, that <ringer. laughs> you got, yeah yeah i know you you got it hand delivered by a nike pod a friend of nike or whatever yeah. and it came in a, a, a ice box with ice cream in there, a massive Ben and Jerry's box. But the, the the normal person who won it on sneakers or wherever got it in a normal shoe box yeah. um, in a knot and then it was delivered in a normal brown box yeah. by your uh, local postie. So the, the hype, the execution of it, the marketing, amazing. The hype, yeah. even I wanted them in the end, yeah. but I wouldn't wear them, but I probably would have just held onto them mm. in my collection. Yeah. In five years, ten years time, yeah, it'd be a it'd be a ridiculous trainer to own. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not
3: a, it's not an everyday sneaker by any stretch of the imagination.
1: A but I average. think, that, I think, for the think skaters, that? for the fact that it's a skater trainer and it's the yeah. skater culture they were hitting, yeah. because it was only available in skate shops. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. yeah. fair play, um, fair play to yeah. them. I think, well, I think this is
3: yeah. yeah, a play to like that. That yeah. you know they I, I like the way they did that as well because obviously you know. More predominantly, the people wearing the SB dunks are the skaters, aren't they? So it's SB skateboard, yeah, right? Absolutely, hundred percent. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it was, it was a, it was definitely for me. It was executed so well, really yeah. well. Um, yeah. it, and this... it, it, it was one of those
0: trainers that, uh, or you know, personally, I, I, I'm not a fan of the SB dunk personally. Yeah. But like, like Jeremy says, the way it was executed was, you know what? It it, it was it was perfect for like you know from a marketing perspective Mm. the hype was built up and and it is personally i think it's all about hype you know how much hype can i create around this particular sneaker you know can i get those hype beasts you know those 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 guys that are obsessed with looking good and stylish and on point and slick on instagram and selling a certain lifestyle when it's not really their lifestyle it's just an next man's lifestyle so it, these companies, when they're going for resale, and you know they're releasing a limited amount of trainer. So, you know, with the um, uh, basket, uh, with, with with the Ben and Jerry's, sorry. Why is it? Why is it that they didn't just release it commercially? Why is it that they just released it in in a small quantity?
1: Well, do to we? Does they, yeah, okay. but
0: yeah, but if, we, if we're saying that
3: about like, that, like, I mean, they've had, how many releases of junks have they had this year? And all of them are like, uh, uh, what uh, normally uh, retailed at retail they're eight, nine, quid. I think uh, most of them, the, the Syracuse, uh, the, yeah. uh, the the Brazil Colourways that we just had, most of them are Royal, three, four hundred yeah. quid on the uh, on StockX right now. So mm, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just the, the Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's just ha- happened to be like. Like you say, executed really, really well. But like question. Nike are really pushing the,
2: the dogs this year. Here's a question for you. Yeah, if they are collab with the Jordan. Will that change your perception on the collab? Would you go? Would would that make it a little bit more attractive for you? For if, me, it ben, dips, if it was a if it was a B and J collab, and yeah, with AJ with Jordans Jordan ones, or even Easy. Yeah, but Dips, the thing is, you're asking that question, yeah? But
0: the answer is obvious. In my personal opinion, the answer is obvious. Yeah, You've got Jordan 1s, right? The thing is, one thing that we need to realise is that with Nike, their silhouette remains the same. What happens is that you've got a collaboration with Ben & Jerry's or you've got a collaboration with, I don't know, Tom, Dick and Harry, but they just influence the color scheme or the material or whatever. So, in the instance of um, the collaborations, you've got the Jordan 1s coming well, out <coughs> right? And I'm sure a lot of us, including four of us in this group, <laughs> have put ourselves for that Jordan 1, right? Jordan 1 collaboration, it's got dual inside of it. The J1s, you can get the same fucking thing it just does not have Dior written inside of it okay I can add a caveat Dior claim that their Jordan 1s are produced in Italy with Italian fine leather right mm. but ultimately when I wear my Jordan 1s I'm wearing my Jordan 1s do you know what I mean yeah so the collaboration aspect of it is so over It, it for me it's the collaboration aspect is the most genius marketing marketing tool, Mike yeah. or any other big corporate brand have have come up with. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Otherwise, way, way, sorry, yeah. <laughs> from
2: Selfridges.
3: Yeah, well, well, if you haven't got an email by now, you you've hit an L basically.
2: Let me just like, refresh. Nah.
3: No, I didn't, I didn't
0: know. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I, 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 I think. I, I, listen, I, I applied for dips, yeah. and I have to be honest. I I was like, fuck that. I'm not applying for dips. No, that's ridiculous. Nah. Yeah. One thousand eight hundred pounds. Yeah, for, but
3: yeah. for a sneaker. I'm,
0: yeah.
3: I was watching like. Listen. A... listen
0: let, let, let me ask you this question, right? Yeah. If you were to get that sneaker, right, and one thousand eight hundred pounds was to leave your account, yeah. would you wear that sneaker, dips? Baby guns. Would you wear that sneaker out?
1: I, I know dips right would. Out? I know dips would. I wouldn't. I I, I, I wouldn't. can't. I can't put 1800 on my feet. Well, I'm the thing sorry, is, it's, it's, again, it's
3: not even the 1800 there. So I was watching uh, I was watching the, uh, 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 that Seth Baller video uh, where he does like a sneaker rundown and stuff like that. And he basically said he goes like, he was have, I've, I've uh, bid on these sneakers. Uh, and he just said, you know what, like, uh, the truth of the matter is, like, if I win them, that's my down payment for my house.
1: <laughs> that's, so, you, yeah, you wouldn't wear them. But no, I, they were, were,
3: I, you I stopped, went for you... them. I went for them oh, yeah. to like, that was my only... But the thing is, I, I don't really know anybody. Uh, I'm not saying... Well, I, I personally don't know anybody that would be buying them to, to wear them, like... Because the, the perceived value of them is so high at the moment. But so what's actually, the point of buying something that you're not going to wear well because, because uh, it's, it's, it's it's instant uh, 8000 pound profit it's a stock it basically yeah, it's a stock well, stock x that's, that's what they're going for it's just but, you know, but, you but use, do you not
0: think that it's got a, it's got a shelf life right so if if you don't know how to sell that so for example if if me if i if, if i somehow bag a size 9 a jordan 1 uh, and i don't market it properly for resale, so on and so forth, I'm lumbered with it. How yeah. do you know 100% that in a year or two years' time that your night collaboration is going to be worth that £1,800 that you're going to pay for it on retail? Mate, I, I would
1: have got rid of it as soon as I hit that W, I'll be honest with you. Like okay. nah, I,
0: Immediate you, flip. Yeah, immediate,
1: immediate flip. I would you, have flipped it, yeah. you know what? I would have held it. I would I would hold that shit for five years, maybe Seriously? eight years. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, serious? I, yeah, that I would've held it. What, that, what's the price that, on it, Dips? If you've got if there's eight, eight
0: years If there's
1: eight <laughs> listen, if there's eight thousand pairs being released worldwide, yeah regardless the demand is always going to outweigh the supply. You talk about if you, in 10 years time those 8000 pairs let's just say 50% of those were actually worn,
3: yeah,
1: sold and worn by someone, that's only 4000 left. And then you've got yeah, you you've got limited you, you're going to make money all day long. You're yeah. always make always 100%. But, but the it thing is, is just, it's a laws of it's just yeah. economic the the, the thing
3: is with trainers though it's a bit of a funny one
1: uh, I
3: find because unlike you know unlike most investments um, over time there is like the question of degradation involved so for example Mm. like if you bought a Ferrari Dino in 1975 or whenever they came out for you know 40,000, 50,000 which was a lot of money for the time or if you bought a I don't know a 250 GTO like now 50 60 years later like it's you know you're looking 15 16 million pounds like regardless of how, how old it gets but with the with trainers like over time there is a level of degradation i.e like glues dry up soles start coming off you don't wear them um so you, you are in that sort of quandary really okay like you've, you've got to find out, i'd say probably like five six seven eight years you want to sort of get it off your hands if you get it like 10, 15 years, like you could be giving someone a box full of parts, basically.
1: Like, yeah, you open up the box and it's full of like, yeah. just, it's covered in fungus. All falls. Apart. I mean, my my, you, you know what? Yeah, I mean, you you are right. You do you do make you if you're gonna keep a trainer that long. I've never been in that situation. Yeah, but if you if you were planning to, if I won the Dior's today, I would I would wrap them. I'd wrap them in. Plastic, I do as much as I can to preserve them. You would, because yeah. it's 18, that's at 1800 pounds. You just spent, it's a lot of money.
2: Yeah. A bit of a point, right? Because I'm on Stock Egg now, right? So listen, for our, for our sizes, you're looking at about, you know, bear in mind, these haven't sold in big. Let big me guess,
1: ooh, let me guess dips.
2: Go on. You say US. Yeah. yeah. Which,
1: right.
2: ones? Which ones?
1: US, US 10, right? That's my size, UK 9, right? I record resale of before even it's sold I reckon I'm looking at 12k I'll go for 12 maybe 12 what sneaker yeah. is this?
0: what sneaker is this? a, a Dior. Dior high tops The high tops oh right a high tops deal, Dior yeah
3: alright uh, I'm saying I'm saying about 10 no,
0: I'm saying I'm saying in excess of 20
1: yeah I, I would actually I
2: would go put up 20 but I'm going to say 12 now okay. Green, right on my phone, but you guys can take a look in a second, right? So, there's quite a bit of disparity in terms of price. Yeah, so US size 10. Let me start with 9.5. US 9.5, looking at about 12 grand. Okay, how, grand? Yeah. how much is that? Dix 12 grand. That's 9.5. 12 grand. Yeah, US size 10. Looking at 18 grand. Ooh, wow, and the yeah. higher. It goes up to... So if you if you are a US size 13.5, you're looking at about 30 grand, yeah? <laughs>
0: 30,000.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Dibs, what size was that? That's, that's 13.5, 14, 14.5, up to 16, 30 grand. So the big sizes? Yeah, yeah. But... but guys. fuck's to
0: size 13 anyway, mate.
2: It's, guys, what? <laughs> right, no... Go. Right, if you were a US size 6.5.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go on. No, seriously. Go on.
2: I just. <laughs> 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 no, seriously. Go, go on, go on. I can't get my head around this. <laughs> if you were a size 6.5, you're looking at what? a million. What?
1: Nah. What? Don't be stupid. That's ridiculous.
2: Can you see that? <laughs> what? That is ridiculous. Oh, what? <laughs> someone's having a laugh, mate. They're having.
1: Someone's. It. Someone's taking the piss, there, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but this is the, and this is what it comes
2: down to. It's it's about that type, which is million pounds for a pair of traits. Listen, people are going to pay it. They will pay it. Listen. I'm nah, a- i, I Nah, I, I don't I don't I, I don't think that, I'm get a lot of price, mate. Like I'm I
1: don't sure. think I think like, your I think your eighteen hundred pound stock yeah is gonna it won't ever get you two million. The I, you know what the world is fucking fucked if we if that happens I ever. Uh, Never
2: know. How many pounds?
1: Mate.
0: You know what? I've got a question to ask you guys, right? So we're talking about all these like um training uh, these these companies that are known for creating trainers like Nike and Adidas and so on and so forth, but those yeah. but those that aren't, Balenciaga, uh, uh, Balenciaga, Gucci, they're all jumping in the bandwagon. So, in terms of the culture, is where we started, right? Yeah. If you're mm. part of that culture. Are you going to buy a Balenciaga runner, or are you going to buy, um, I don't know, the the Gucci sneaker or whatever? Because they're all jumping on the bandwagon now. Because that's what they do, right? All these all these brands they jump on the bandwagon and sort and so forth. "But <laughs> is that what they did? They're just jumping on the bandwagon? Are we are, are we going to purchase those sneakers?"
1: Yeah, I, I mean they've 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 actually taken over the almost the or trying to take over the street culture aren't they yeah in a way i mean it's not even the sneakers it's the hoodies it's the t-shirts it's yeah, the I way agree. it's the way i agree the way they cut their jeans do you know what I mean the suits everything is street culture the, the caps do you know what i mean you can buy yeah. you can buy caps from gucci and all i mean yeah it's i'm glad it's it- the whole it's the
2: whole street thing I love it. Personally, I love it. I, you know, I, I've, I never really liked the blazer kind of look myself. You know, I, as a look, I dig it. But for me, it never really quite worked. I love the... I thought, that, thought that formal look. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. From time to time, I do like wearing suit jackets and the rest of it. Mm. But oh, never really felt prime, you know. But Dips, are you saying
1: you... In, in a certain situation, you would... I've normally worn a suit jacket, but because Balenciaga now do streetwear, you can wear a, like you can wear a Balenciaga hoodie instead of the suit jacket yeah. you would have worn normally.
2: they What what this what these designs doing? Um, and I'm you're probably going gonna to come onto this in terms of the culture and where it's going. What these designs have done is in terms of in about the evening time now. I don't know. Or you want to go into a club? Historically, yeah, wear shoes, trousers, blazer, right? But now a lot of the clubs are now opened up. All of that to you know, as long as you look the part, you know. And listen, there's exceptions to that rule where if you're your football, you can wear whatever you want. But generally now, you can rock up. You look the part. You're dripping from head to toe you know, you typically walk into a club and you don't have to have a single I'm a smart club on you.
1: As long as you're wearing Balenciaga Eh? or Gucci. As long as you're wearing something designer, basically.
2: Yeah, and this is the club's perception. I'm not saying this is... For me, I've got my views, but I think... Do I think certain people go over the top with it? 100%. You see weekend millionaires out and about all the time, right? And I think that's a bit too much. And I don't like it personally, but... I think to my sort of benefit, I wore mean, menagerie, for example, or, you know, a panacea when it was good. But I can wear, you know, I like mean, it wears common projects. I can wear my, I a t shirt. I don't have to go in a suit jacket or anything like that. Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, definitely. Like, it has, it has, I have. well,
3: obviously, I mean, I think, the whole sort of streetwear vibe in terms of just uh, the practicalities of it is it's it's more comfortable attire isn't it to an extent mm. uh you yeah. know it, it, like you know i think we've all been there like you know we've got somewhere sort of uh you know important to go and you've got to put on a, a suit jacket or a shirt and you know like you feel a bit sort of tense and you know, are you formal enough? You know, that's another question that sort of pops into your mind. Whereas, you know, the accessibility of streetwear, and especially like, you know, it's acceptability in places that you want to go out at is, is definitely a bonus for, for all concerned, really, because...
1: More expressive. Yeah. I think it's more expensive. Yeah, Absolutely. that as well, yeah. As well. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I like, I mean, I would love to go out. My ideal nightwear would be like Jordan ones. Yeah. Some nice jeans, nice top nothing sport wear, but like looking smart apart from the sneakers do you know what I mean yeah <laughs> mm. yeah but <laughs> yeah just in, just just the Jordan 1 uh,
0: Dior's then yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>